0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to New Frontiers in Functional Medicine, where we are interviewing the best minds in functional medicine. And today is no exception. I am excited to be speaking with Dr. Joseph Cleaver. Uh, If you are familiar with his work, you know he is a fellow of the American Board of Anti-Aging and Regenerative Medicine. He's board certified in internal medicine and and he's a rheumatologist. He's on faculty at A4M, so a lot of you have probably uh, learned from him. He's on faculty at MMI. He lectures nationally and internationally. Uh, He's a clinical professor at George Washington School of Medicine he His focus is longevity, senolytic science, aesthetics, scalp and hair restoration, and actively trains medical professionals for A4M and Locanda Renaissance Group. He's authored and published lots of research, textbook chapters, articles for international sports and anti-aging magazines. And while he was at Cooper Clinic and Cooper Institute, he has conducted Homeland Security NIH research. As a biological biologics expert with 15 years experience in regenerative aesthetics. He applies this cutting edge regenerative medical science uh, using to minimally invasive aesthetics, um, specifically relating to skin, face, scalp, and hair rejuvenation. He founded Paradigm Wellness Medical Group in Dallas and Sonoma Valley, California, and he is medical director at Boutique Wellness in Winston, North Carolina. Dr. Cleaver, welcome to New Frontiers.
1: Well, thank you for having me. It is a pleasure to be here.
0: I am focused on um, anti aging interventions these days quite a bit, and it's always fabulous to have an expert on the show that has a particular angle. I mean, we know aging is really you know the unfortunate root cause of the chronic diseases that we're seeing every day in our our clinical practice and you know you and I were dialoguing beforehand about um cellular senescence and um, as, as a root cause, something to be addressed. Uh, it's becoming popular in our world. I'm sure that you are teaching on it. We're, we're certainly hearing the term all over the place. Uh, clinicians are talking about it. Uh, but just please, for our audience, tell me what cellular senescence is and why it's something that we need to be paying a lot of attention to.
1: Absolutely. The, you know c- Cell senescence is a... Um, it's it, it's actually a, a fail-safe mechanism that we've inherited from ancestry, from you know our you know, for millions of years in evolution, or uh, that um, when our uh, cells go through a, a their lifespan, and this is related to to some degree to the Hayflick phenomenon that was uh, Dr. Hayflick had identified and showed that a a cell has a a certain amount of, um, of, uh, of ability to reproduce uh, itself um, uh, over a, uh, over a lifetime, and it's about uh, 50 times a cell can uh, you know, create a new cell, and then at some point in time, that cell has you know, reaches a, a, its end of life, and 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 that's the Hayflick phenomenon, and it's really driven by um, most importantly is telomere length, and as our telomere shorten. The 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 lifespan of that cell becomes shorter and shorter. Also, but what happens is the the, the the you know the human body is extremely smart, and if that cell is at the end of its lifespan, the body is, has the ability to destroy it through um, you know autophagy, uh-huh. apoptosis. Uh, there are times when that 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 senescent cell becomes hung up. And it's affectionately known as a zombie cell because it, it doesn't want to die and this body can't kill it. Um, and the reason it becomes senescent because the, the DNA damage over that period of time has created also uh, an, an issue with that cell that m- may increase its chance of becoming a cancer cell. And if it becomes a cancer cell, uh, the, the, um, uh, that's the reason why it becomes in this state of senescence and it, and it can't reproduce. So it doesn't, it, it's a, it's a, it, the body's ability to block that cell from becoming cancerous. So now we're stuck with this zombie cell that we can't get rid of. It won't become a cancer cell, but what happens is it starts to build up over time in okay. terms of number. And that senescent cell has the ability to convert or to turn into something called a SASP cell. And that's the senescent associated secretory phenotype. And that SASP cell is one of the, it's the bad boy on the block. It's the one that drives all the low-grade inflammation. It starts pouring out all these inflammatory substances in addition to something called damps. And it pollutes the, the niche, the environment around it. And it starts recruiting other stem cells to become SASPs. So as we build up more of those cells, we have more, accelerated um, inflammation. We have premature aging. And as we go through our decades of life, we are, we age faster because those cells are not being um, uh, destroyed by our immune system. And at, uh, and that's, that's the crux. I mean, that's the nexus uh, behind uh, the um, uh, senolytic medicine is, is, is cell senescent management.
0: So we're understanding that these suckers are at the heart of inflammation and we need to remedy them. And I mean, you talked about, you know, the Hayflick constant and telomerase in the mm-hmm. beginning of this introduction. Are we thinking about telomerase activation to deal with cellular senescence?
1: So w- w- what we are we're trying to prevent cell we try and prevent cellular senescence through telomerase activation actually yeah. okay that's yeah so, i'm sorry and, if i
0: misstated that but
1: yeah. yes go no that's okay and, and what um what the um what a telomerase activator can do it, it everybody it, over the decades is looking at oh telomere length and that's what what is my biological age that's only a small part of the of the story it's just right. it's it, 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 the, it, I call it a surrogate marker for stem cell health. In other words, if you have long telomeres, you, there's the tel, the, those telomeres um, actually have a, um, a cycle between telomerase activator, telomere length, and mitochondrial health and mitochondrial biogenesis. And one of the other drivers behind cell senescence is um, mitochondropathy or dysfunction of mitochondria, those little power packs in our cells that make up over, you know, at least half our weight in, in body weight. So they're very important. They make the, the, our energy, they make the fuel that we, that we need to function It's called ATP. But the non-canonical, the other um, abilities of a telomerase activator are not just to uh, prevent and slow, or maybe even reverse some of the telomere length at the end of the DNA, but it also has the ability to, uh, to, to uh, transport or move into the mitochondrial DNA and go into the uh, mitochondrial DNA and start healing mitochondrial DNA and protect that mitochondria wow. from dysfunction. Wow,
0: okay, and so fun- yeah.
1: An important point of that is that um, you know we have there's a lot more mitochondrial dna damage than there is nuclear damage in a cell so a telomerase activator as we age starts to decrease over time and adding a a a, a healthy dose if you will a healthy uh, amount of telomerase activator to that 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 formula actually improves and preserves stem cell health and function and prevents uh, in my opinion, a a healthy cell moving into that senescent state.
0: So we can't necessarily turn expedite the removal of the zombie cells, but we can prevent the buildup.
1: Oh well, we absolutely can. Um, when, when we look at the, the the science of senolytics, actually, the the um, you look down the you know the pathway of a. You know, a, a young healthy cell to an aged mm-hmm. cell to a senescent cell, somewhere in that process, telemerase activator is involved. And I believe it's involved in preventing a healthy cell from becoming senescent. Now, when we get into a senescent cell and it turns into that as I always refer to as, as the bad boy, because the 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 that that the SASP cell is the one that has really changed it. It's really it's it's actually had an increase in its upregulation of its function. And that function is to make an enormous amount of um, inflammatory markers such as IL-6 and MMP3, MMP9 that um, are responsible for the aging process and the development of those diseases, as you mentioned before, prior, Mm -hmm. uh, that related to aging, diabetes, um, uh, stroke and dementia, et cetera, et cetera.
0: All right, so then how are we, well, I, all right. So I have a lot of questions. I, I, we're, we're, we're going to circle back to um, we want to make sure I want I, I, I want to unpack what it is that you're doing to address this in individuals. Um, but I but I also want to understand senolytics as a as a class um, of small molecules and and, right. and and what they do if they're able just why don't you introduce us to senolytic agents and and what their role is in addressing senescent cells um, and improving maybe shutting down these SASPs and, 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 and pulling us from the precipice of the chronic diseases of aging?
1: Right. So, so really what, what happens is, um, at least what my approach to senolytics is, prevention of development of a senescent cell. And that starts out, You know, we, we, we're in a developmental phase as humans, as a species till we're in our mid-20s you know, there's, we're really not aging. We really peak in our development and is somewhere around that age group. And Mm -hmm. then we move into our thirties and we start seeing a few lines, a few wrinkles, and maybe we have a a few aches and pains and we're not slowing down. We're still in our prime, but at each decade of life adds more and more of senescent cells. And we start building up senescent cells at some point in time. And that's totally linked to, or, or or keenly linked to our lifestyle. If we live a high inflammatory or a, a high risk lifestyle, where we're eating high inflammatory foods, we have a lot of stress that we don't manage. We don't get adequate sleep and restore, you know, our 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 cells and our systems um, effectively. Will accelerate the aging process. And a lot of this is self inflicted. A lot of it is a lot of the diseases of aging are linked to premature aging and the buildup of of senescent cells. So there's two targets, if you will. One of them is prevention, prevention of a healthy stem cell moving or a healthy cell moving into a senescent state. And then when we have those senescent cells, managing those senescent cells. So um, if they, when, if, and when they become a SASP cell, that secretory cell that is really going to have that aging process take off and the disease process take off and the recruitment of your, of the, of the stem cells around them through the, the, the paracrine, that paracrine effect of the substances they're producing. Those are the two targets. So we want to, we, the the pure definition of, of a, a senolytic is, Mm -hmm. uh, is apoptosis or autophagy killing that SASP cell and, and moving it out of the body.
0: Okay. So so these are, these are molecules that are going to just destroy the
1: SASPs. Yes, that's correct.
0: Okay. All right. Um, Okay. So then talk about both. um, Well, why you got here. I mean, it's an amazing field. I mean, it certainly makes sense. And I just read your bio and your bio obviously is sort of in keeping that you would land here, but really what got you here. And I want to hear your protocol, you know, what, how you developed that.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I, I, and I just, you know, gave a, a little insight into and, and how I approach things. Mm-hmm. And, and when I, and, and, you know, when you start, you walk into the, you know, a, a regenerative integrative medicine conference, uh, uh, 15 years ago and, 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 your whole mindset changes yeah, and how you approach, um, disease and, and, right. I, you know, and, and I, I started very early because I was a I started my career early in Dallas at Cooper Clinic, and it was a, it was a really the one of the original functional medicine clinics, they did, integrative medicine clinics. Is they didn't really realize that, but it was all based on lifestyle and prevention, and that's mm. that's the pure form of medicine. So if if we even take it to the next step, we we can look at lifestyle, diet, and exercise. All these things really are a form of um senolytics they're a form of yes. uh, the ability to prevent senescence and actually kill kill these cells and, and 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 create apoptosis and that's why people who are more fit and people who eat low Mediterranean diet have longer telomeres and live longer so um you know rewind back to 15 20 years ago everybody was talking about antioxidants and and and, and DNA damage and how that, was aging, you know, how, does, how, how that ages us prematurely. And then we start digging in deeper. And I don't want to get into all the epigenetics of it, but the, we realize that the result of lifestyle and DNA damage and things we can't control, UV light and radiation, et cetera, uh, scar our DNA every single day, thousands of times. And the more our DNA gets scarred, the faster we're going to develop these senescent cells. So... Now we start, you know, we start fast forwarding, and then about seven years ago, I was started reading literature on cell senescence, and I was like, "Well, that's the end. That's the end game right there. If, if we yeah. are able to manage our cell senescence, then that is where I want to focus my patient population or my therapies on my for my patient population. It's still prevention, but now I think I have, you know, a kind of we're looking at the Holy grail of aging in, yeah. at least in current literature when we look at what is happening or, or what is being um, uh, the focus of research is senes- cell senescence and senolytics. and That's how do so we develop, how, how do we develop therapies yeah. that manage these cells that are causing, you know, um, uh, this are uh, are shortening our lifespan possibly, but e- 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 equally our health span. So, so you were, prevent- you,
0: you, yeah. So you came from this sort of broad sweep lifestyle medicine, preventative medicine, and it very important, essential. But but it sounds like you had this big aha, drilling down into the mechanism, and that was a real game changer for you.
1: Oh, absolutely. The, the, uh, when, when I started to, in, instead of, I almost felt I was being a little reactive, meaning, okay, we're going to look at um, your, you know, we have this m- integrative approach and saying like, okay, we're going to d- determine your, uh, you know, your, your, how, how toxic you are, how inflamed you are. What are we going to do with lifestyle? but it was almost reactive. What are we going to do with, uh, uh, okay, we probably have some infl- you know, oxidative stress going on. So yeah. we're going to back things out in life. And then we'd start giving you, you know, um, recommending certain supplements and antioxidants to control these things. But to, and, and that's part of the program, but now I've, you know, when I peel this this uh this senolytic you know, peel the onion and senolytics and longevity it's like oh at the center of this right now and we're still scratching the surface i mean it's very very early the therapies we have but they're focused on uh targeting that the sasp cell and that is the essence that's the pure that, that's a pure definition of of senolytics
0: so, so- i guess i i, I want to hear so three things i want to hear um what some of the top synalytics are both natural and pharma. And uh-huh. um, I would like to hear, of course, we all wanna hear about your protocol. Um, and then I'll ask you questions there, like how you're, what kind of tests you might be using to evaluate. And then, um, you know, if you have any cases, if any kind of times, you've, any outcomes that you can share with us, that would be interesting.
1: Well, if we break it down by, first of all, if we break it down by a, each system. Uh, we can trace, for example, hair loss. We can trace um, mm. uh, hair becoming gray, uh, mm. lines and wrinkles. Uh, maybe a, a little slowing of your, you know, your cognition, your executive function. And I just can't remember where my keys are, or, or you know, where I put, you know, or, what that. Oh, what's that guy's yeah. name? Or that girl's name? I can't remember. That is, in my opinion, each system has a a senescent burden, and that senescent burden is creating a <laughs> A, a small amount of, it looks like aging, but that is a consequence of uh, that, the low-grade inflammation, low-grade inflammation that we experience as we move through each decade of life.
0: Okay. So we all have, so, we all have some of that going on. Um, okay. We all have, you, we do. And I want to know if you've, what you're doing for gray hair, I suppose. That's my little self-absorbed curiosity but I,
1: I do have an answer for that actually i i can actually uh target um your melanocytes your follicular melanocytes and um i have cases where i have uh, patients who are well I, I don't know if they're prematurely gray let's call them 50 and they have and lost you know they're, to- they're, they're totally gray 100 gray um we can target those melanocytes and um it, have become they become functional again and they stop producing peroxide and they actually can you can create um color in hair again with with Jeez. certain uh, with certain approaches therapy so i'll tell you about that okay if you're interested, i do want yeah right. i
0: do it's totally selfish and kind of superficial but i i've got to know <laughs> all right keep going about Go. synolytics.
1: Yeah, so so as I mentioned, we're, we we are really scratching the surface, and when when I, it, how I approach my 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 programs are, um, I, one thing that has come to light, and it's a wonderful tool, and it's through T A actually the collaboration with T A Sciences and UCLA, and we can look at sen- cell senes- senescent burden in a lab test now. Prior to that, it was okay. I think you have a, you know. Inflammation. I think we're, we're, we have a lot of senescent cells or these secretory cells. Mm. Uh, I'm going to look at marker. I can do an IL6. I can do mm. a cytokine panel. I can look at inflammatory markers, and then I can look at as a physician and understand if somebody is pre-diabetic or somebody has pre-hypertension or hypertension, or they're those are markers of aging. So I know they have senescent cells in those in those organs, uh, and. Um, A combination of those two, I I can develop certainly a plan and that's based on certainly somebody who is 35 versus 55 is going to have a different cell senescent burden and the approach to uh, prevention and treatment is going to be different and the aggressivity, how aggressive I'm going to be in in using certain um, therapies is going to um, uh, certainly uh, change based on uh, those parameters I just outlined. So initially, if I have somebody who is um, very focused on their health and they're, and they let's say they're forty years old and and I, I they're very healthy and they're really into prevention, they're really into you know balance in life, et cetera, et cetera. And they don't, and, and all their all their standard assessments look great. Their blood sugar is controlled, their blood pressure is controlled, and they're, um, uh, you, you know, you do a whole battery of testing we do in integrative medicine and say okay, I don't think there's a lot of senescence here. I'm going to look at a preventive um, approach. And when we, um, when we, when we uh, have somebody in that group, we're, we're focused more on natural therapies such, such as the flavones or flavonoids, uh, such as fisetin, which has come to light as a very potent senolytic and right. it works both. It works both sides of the of, of that equation, that pathway I mentioned before. It has the ability to prevent cell senescence. It so it maintains a stem cell health, but it's also a senolytic. It has the ability to um, uh, cause apoptosis and my and autophagy in a SASP cell. That's a perfect match for yeah. somebody in that age group. And if we fa- now, if we you know, kind of fast forward or, or move some to somebody who's a little bit more, um, you know, has a little bit more age on them, let's, you know, let's say 60 year old, for example, still very young in, in my world, actually, as an anti-aging longevity doc and, and practicing senolytic medicine, you, you know, the, that, the evidence shows, I mean, you, if you do this long enough, the the number isn't that important. You look at what that person has done in their life and how they've taken care of their health. And you can have significant issues that in a 40 year old that you see in a 60 year old and vice versa.
0: Right.
1: So, but just to, just to, for clarity's sake, we take a, for, a normal, uh, if you will, p- aging path of somebody 40 and somebody who is 60. Now we're dealing with someone whose immune system is a little bit, um, we call it immunosenescent. So we, we, we have a certain amount of uh, the immunovigilance that is lost. And that is the why. As we age and get into later decades of life, we have more and more cancers because the immune system doesn't have the ability to recognize a cancer cell. For example, the it doesn't have the ability to um, uh, attack or cause or induce autophagy and clean out the senescent cells or the SASP cell, the secretory cell. So we have a sixty-year-old who is losing some energy, losing a little bit of their 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 memory, if you will, their mental acuity, their sharpness, and they say, oh, I'm just getting old. No, you have a lot of, in my opinion, you have a lot of the secretory cells that are causing, wreaking havoc on your healthy stem cells and the functional organ systems.
0: Are you testing, are you getting that cellular senescent assay on all your patients?
1: Uh, uh, so UCLA and, and, and TA Sciences um, have a Um, uh, certainly the the, um, immune health test, if you will, uh, that is what I see now we're heading in a direction that this is probably the master switch, if you will, of aging. It it could be, let's say, because there was just a a study that was um, uh, published in nature about two weeks ago uh, out of, I think, University of Minnesota uh, and showed in, in at least in animal studies that, there's a direct correlation of immunosenescence, in other words, in, uh, an increase of a uh, CD28 cell, marker cells, and a decrease in naive uh, cells, uh, naive T cells, CD95s, and spills over, if you will, in, these, in this lab, in this study that showed solid organs are also affected because of that cell senescence. And then when you use um, a senolytic such as rapamycin, which is you know a, a rapalog that has been tested and mm-hmm. been shown to decrease something called mTOR, and mTOR works both sides of that equation. Also, it, it helps prevent the onset of senescence, but it's also a very potent senolytic. And when we clean up the immunosenescence in the in the animals, when they cleaned up the immunosenescence and the and the um, senescent cells in the immune system. It improved also the uh, function and senescence in the other organs uh, that um, yeah. I think you know that are listed in the study, and that so was you know solid brain, heart, lung, kidney, liver, etc.
0: So they sort of just went after these general senescent cells and kind of turned turned around organs, solid organs. And, and
1: okay. for me, that that's a that, that's. Um, that's an aha moment because Big aha moment. I've been working really hard, uh, diligently, um, trying to customize my, you know, and, and personalize my Synolytic program based on, as I mentioned, we're just, we're just scratching the surface on, on how the, yeah. the what we have at our fingertips to, um, in, you know, deploy for our patients and, and utilize um, and which ones are system specific. So we, I, you know, and that, that's been a, certainly a challenge. So, okay, well, you have a family history of hypertension, heart disease, et cetera, et cetera. I'm going to really work on your endothelial health. And in addition to all the things we do in integrative medicine, um, you know, nitric oxide, et cetera, um, uh, um, pomegranate, uh, uh, you know, uh, other endothelial um, uh, supplements that improve endothelial health, uh, let me take a look at the senolytic, um, and, um, literature and match the senolytic to that organ. And there are, mm. there are, there are some, you know, there are some, uh, uh matches, but they're few and far between. Right. So, you know, one of the early, I mean, these are, these studies are very early looking at, um, uh, repurposed, uh, chemotherapeutic agents, uh, rapamycin, uh, disatinib, et cetera, et cetera, right. immunomodulators. Uh, quercetin has been shown to actually have more benefit, um, killing, um, and, uh, um, endothelial, uh, uh, SASP cells, secretory cells. So I said, okay, we're going to focus on, you know, your endothelial health in addition to every, all your other organs and your system, uh, systems that I know have senescence, but this one's particularly a problem for you. So sure. we're going to make sure you're on this natural therapy and that's going to be quercetin. Um, sure. in addition, you know, other therapies that I, that I would normally use.
0: Um, I just, I, so I want to just circle back for homework I, or just for, I mean, for our show notes, just, um, we'll, we'll get the nature study into the show notes. And, um, if we can get a, a link to that UCLA TA sciences, um, assay, that would be amazing. Um, so then, okay. So I just want to make sure I'm understanding you. You're using a senolytic, maybe cocktail. So you're doing some general interventions for whatever the 60 year old is presenting with it's, you know, heart disease or, 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 or moving in that direction, hypertension, et cetera. Um, so you're doing general integrative functional medicine. Then you're also, uh, putting together a senolytic protocol for them specific to their phenotype. Um, am I, am I, am I following you on that?
1: Yeah. Uh, and, and yes, I, that's correct. And there is a, you know, certainly a template I use for um, just about every patient and age group is one of the most um, potent ways or, or, uh, and it's lifestyle that I mentioned before that a lot of the things we do in lifestyle are actually not, you know, are, 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 can be defined as synolytics. Um, and if we use, for example, intermittent fasting mm-hmm. uh, or fasting mimicking diet. That's the first step that, um, I use to, um, it, you know, to, to start a synthetic program. And the reason why is if we take a step back and we want to, um, uh, use everything we have at our fingertips to maintain and a stem cell, a healthy stem cell, our, and we use, um, mitochondrial support. We use NAD and, and all the other supplements we don't have to go into, um, and we um, uh, realize that if we're supporting a healthy stem cell, whether it be supplements or peptides or NAD that you know that, that improve mitochondrial health, there's literature that you can really fu- you know just a base uh, the, your next step on or your your, your cautionary. Um, therapy on because if we uh, are making a healthy stem cell healthier we're also making that bad secretory cell healthier and more functional so the first thing we want to do Mm. is eliminate that secretory cell and one of the most potent ways one of the most um uh, uh um uh cheap you know honestly inexpensive easy lifestyle ways to do it is fasting yeah and it's been shown over and over again, intermittent fasting. Yeah. And it, it, and intermittent, you know, where intermittent fasting actually um, was discovered.
0: You mean beyond, long,
1: ever, ago? Yeah, yeah, beyond long ago? Yeah, beyond
0: <laughs> <Do>, long Do tell. <laughs> so,
1: and, I, I, and I always, I, I always, I, you know, I, I don't know why I always block on this researcher's name. This was, um, in, the, this was in, the, in a story, in a literature somewhere. Anyway, right around the depression, right at the end of the depression, a, 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 a scientist, a researcher who had a lab and he had, he, he had lab animals and he was doing you know, animal research. And let's say he had 100, 100 rats and, and um, it, it, nobody had any money. There was, the economy was, was trashed and he was trying to keep his lab open. And what he did was he started rationing the chow for his animals. And he split up the the the, the animal um, the animals he had, and one of them got full um, amount of food they normally would eat, and the other half actually he rationed them and he and he fasted them. Hmm. And as a scientist, he a researcher, he he actually realized, you know, after a, a period of weeks, that the the the, the rats that he actually um, actually fasted were living longer. Isn't that and fascinating? That- I know, and I wish I could remember his name. And I don't know why I always block, I always blank on his name. But that is that is the story in the literature. You look for it, you'll find it's like that's where intermittent fasting the concept really started. started. You know, there some, the yeah. there's like, some, yeah, oh there's some, there's
0: that, yeah, that's yeah, the, it, there's, the, I mean, there's the Over cohort out of um, the Netherlands where they showed they showed the first generation of not star, not not starving, but less food um, actually, you know, gener- you know, offspring generations later were, were healthier.
1: Healthier. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: And so that's in human, I know it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. So that's a fundamental first step approach for you, I guess. So what I'm curious is you've got sort of phenotype specific, condition specific things that you're doing, your lifestyle things. But you also said in the beginning really clearly that, you know, cellular senescence is like root cause. And as you, you know, you talked about this nature paper um, where they made a difference, sort of a total a system wide difference. So are there interventions that you're using kind of across the board for cellular senescence for, you um, you know, most of your, of the patients that you're working with and what are those?
1: Yeah. So so it's a, we, I phase in the senescent um, steps, if you will. And the first thing is to wipe out the secretory cells that are causing all the inflammation. Okay. And And you can do, and I use, I use several, you know, there, there are theoretically peptides that are actually very potent senolytics. That um, are able to deliver P fifty three, which is, is a, a potent synolytic in the body naturally occurring that um, can destroy a mitochondria, destroy mitochondria in, in a secretory cell and kill it. Um, that's foxo four dri. It's it's actually um, you know it's you can find it, but it's difficult to find. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, ficitin is is started right away. Um, even the uh, rapamycin um, that is um, is repurposed as a, um, a, a is basically a, um, a, a chemotherapeutic agent in very low dose. Uh, and um,
0: how are you and, dosing and, it? Rapamycin.
1: Uh, it's one to two milligrams every one to two weeks. Okay. Uh, it, and in those in those dose, in that dosing range, you see zero to very few side effects. You can see some increase in blood sugar. But it has been shown in several studies to, um, from brain to just general uh, um, as, a, as a senolytic to, de- to decrease the, the senolytic or the, the, the senescent cell population. So um, it's one of the most, it, it's, it's still very early, but it's probably the most um, uh, studied right now. And it's probably one of the most widely used senolytics um, in, um, in synolytic medicine and that is used that's basically used a, um, uh, a year-round uh, and the other basis for so after we get rid of all the sasp cells we want to create um, senescent cells. We we want to go for prevention of additional senescent cells. And we dump senescent cells all the time. And I've read a lot of different cycles, every couple of weeks we'll dump senescent cells, we'll start building them up. Um, And that cycle is is dependent on how the original assessment, the initial assessment of that patient, how how inflamed they are, um, the, the senescent cell burden, and and now I can rely on the UCLA testing, looking at looking at uh, the the breakdowns of um, the senescent cell buildup. Now we can see it through um, through lab testing before we couldn't. Right. So that's a huge improvement um, yeah. or a, a, a wonderful addition to being able to assess your patient. Right. Um, so after we clean up SAS cells, what do we want to do? We want to do everything we can to maintain the healthy you know, stem cells and, 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 and system function.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and one of the fundamentals that I've used for 10 years in my practice is, um, is telomerase activator T65. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was working, but I didn't, I knew I didn't, we really didn't know how we, everybody focused on tel- telomere length. And then I, you know, I started digging deeper and I mentioned those non-canonical uh, ability of a uh, telomerase activator to, really resuscitate and maintain mitochondrial biogenesis and, and, and mitochondrial DNA health and preservation. That is where I think, you know, the, the real impact of um, telomerase activator um, uh, comes into play, at least in my programs. Uh, and if we are able to maintain mitochondrial health, we maintain healthy stem cells and we have less senescence. And, and I, you know, I'd have to ask uh, Dr. Rafael. If, what his theory is on, on how TH-65 decreases senescent cells. But looking at the science, I believe that's where the, the, the that, that rate limiting step is. We so, maintain healthy stem cells. And the t- to me, the tel- telomere length is a surrogate marker of a healthy cell. Yeah. But I know those telomere length in, in the literature says, oh, you have healthy mitochondria. If you have healthy mitochondria, those stem, those stem cells are going to function Uh, beautifully and not become senescent or minimize their ability to transition into senescence.
0: So you do the cleanup protocol at the beginning for, it's probably different depending on, you know, how far along the person is on their aging journey, but about how long do you do that first piece before you sort of, you introduce the um, TA-65 and I want to hear what else you're doing also.
1: So it's a it's about a one to three month um, cycle. Most of it is um, with intermittent fasting and the flavonoids. Mm-hmm. Meaning, uh, I, I use I certainly use a lot of fisetin. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you can um, you can use um, you can use uh, um, quercetin. Apigenin uh, is another flavonoid mm-hmm. that is is more potent in for prostate health and and actually rendering or. In, in being studied right now in prevention and treatment of uh, cancer, especially prostate cancer. So they have their own specific or particular characteristics, but fisetin, when you look at it as a broad spectrum, if you will, um, senolytic, uh, it is, first of all, it's easy to acquire. It, it's most, uh, it has the highest amount of fisetin in mother nature is in strawberries, right. but um a, if you, you get a very bioavailable um, uh, supplement, it, it works quite well. And you can pulse your patients um, for a period of time with fisetin or Quercetin, and that senolytic effect will last for weeks.
0: How and, are you dosing it?
1: So um it can cause some GI distress at higher doses. You know, if you're you know, on the market, visitins like 500 milligrams okay. and I'll start them out at 500 milligrams and I will push them to tolerance. So I'll say, okay, okay take 500 to 1,000 and 1,500, 2,000. And if I can get them up to 2,500 to, 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 you know, 3,000 milligrams a day, um, we're, I think that it's having a, bit, a significant impact on, on killing the SASP cell as a cytolytic, okay. along with intermittent fasting. Then I want to bring in, if I want to bring in now, if I, if if I'm confident over a period of time, and this is, this is based on really experience and, you know, understanding the the markers of that patient. And, and you can actually see improvement of a, a lot of parameters just using flavonoids. Then we start, then I start them out on now that I've cleaned up, you know, a cell that I don't, you know, a SASP cell that I don't want to can, you know, improve their health and function um, then I can actually bring in um, using, for example, NAD. I'm um, um, using something like uh, uh, the methylene blue is becoming very popular as a synolytic now, but it, it, it supports mitochondrial health. So I'll, I'll do, I, I, I do, I, I clean up those SAS spells before I get into some of these other therapies, but okay. the the foundation, the fundamental a uh, long-term, um, what I've coined and, and trademarked is um, 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 Precision Synalytics 365. And to impress upon the patient, this is a lifelong endeavor. If you want to address your your aging, because uh, because everybody you can everybody's aging, and you can. I, in my opinion, we can we can manage aging, and if we manage it effectively, we can reduce those the onset of those diseases of aging quite effectively. This and it's just to think back to the or that SASP cell.
0: That's really, that's really, yeah, that's really exciting. So you can do this um, TA Science UCLA um, senescent cell burden. You can also look at, like you said earlier, IL 6 or a cytokine panel. You can look at standard markers like CRP, et cetera, but any suggestion of inflammation. Um, I, I'm curious, how are you looking at mitochondria health?
1: well you know there's 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 uh, a lot of uh, mitochondrial testing I, and and I don't think it's that valid mm-hmm. um, I, I, I know that if we have a lot of um, uh, evidence for inflammation and in SASP cells I know that we have mitochondrial dysfunction yeah and sure. you, you could use I, I, I do it sometimes we could use telomere length at, at I mean, in my opinion, I, we use, I use it as a surrogate marker, as I mentioned. Yes. So, and I think there's a very, there are, there's literature that has this positive feedback, as I mentioned, between telomerase activator, telomere length and mitochondrial biogenesis. Um, So I I don't necessarily test mitochondria Mm -hmm. um, in in the office. Um, You know, I have some research going on right now that measures, um, you know, certain markers of, um, you know, of, uh, uh, of aerobic glycolysis, et cetera. But it, it's not that's not ready for certainly prime time in, in in a clinical practice.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, I'd like to hear about that. All right. So then we we you finish the first um, arm of the journey, and then you're and then you're just working in prevention and and just improving stem cell um, productivity and telomere length. And TA sixty five sounds like it's a workhorse. How long? So you start that say one to three months, then you move them over to TA sixty five, and um, How long are they staying on that? And how are you dosing that? And what else are you doing?
1: So um, TH-65 is, uh, when I first started using it about 10 years ago, uh, I think we were using 250 units. And actually that was was the only thing, uh, that uh, only um, dosing that was available on the market. And the challenge was, doc, I'm spending money on this TH-65, why, you know, I don't feel any different. And you, you know, you have to, in medicine, you, you have to balance between doing the right thing for the patient and making them feel good fast. So they, you know, they believe in you and they trust you. Sure. And it was a little bit of a challenge in the beginning to um, explain how TA65 works and how it's a long-term, it's a lifelong commitment. And, I, and after about nine months, um, to a year, if I can get them out nine months to a year, and now I do it quite easily. It's, it's pretty, it's easy to do, um, because I understand it so much more intimately. Uh, and if they still question me, then if they don't feel any difference, there's a sense of, um, you, you, you know, that your, um, your mental acuity seems to be better. Your uh, overall physical performance is better. Your sleep is better. And if they don't believe you, you tell them to stop it. And when they stop it, they they will yeah they'll backpedal and go. You know what? I think that was actually I couldn't really put my finger on it, but when I stopped it, I don't feel as good as I did when I was on TA sixty five. And I've heard (laughs) that over and over and over again. That's an experience in my practice, and um, uh, that that and. and I can tell you personally, I, yeah, I've used the, this, the product for over 10 years with um, really significant success. And But my patients, um, the, the skeptics, you'll, you can, you know, if they want to stop it, um, you, I, I encourage them to say, it for a month and see how you feel. Right. And inevitably, they will end up back on it. And now I have so much more science behind the, you know, the uh, encouragement for them to continue it. It's not just this telomere lengthening, you might live longer, we don't know about that, but, um, and we can, you know, look, look at your biological age. And, mm-hmm. but now with the, that, the, the fundamental, that senescent cell, we know it decreases senescent cells in that <laughs> right. study that was uh, published by, you know, up to 14% over a, over a nine month, 12 month period. Right, and that's right. That sense of well-being and that sense of energy and and ability to you know do uh, uh, an exercise, uh, you know, um, go to the gym and, and do a workout, or or you know whatever exercise you you know you embark upon, you 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 do feel a a, a certain a, a different healthy edge that, um, and now you can trace that back to a a you know a valid. Um, uh, uh, lab testing and say, yes. here is your aging, here is your senescent cells, and now this is where we're going with this. I believe now that the, the next step in, in senolytics is we are going to see that, that immunosenescence is really the driver behind the, whether you age or not, or how quickly you age in all your in other organ systems. Um, so it, it's very compelling and I've it's just, it's, it's a wonderful very exciting. For yeah. a program. Mm-hmm.
0: I think what you're saying, so what you're saying basically is that, you know, this most recent study, we're going to pop this on show notes, people. Um, this is, um, double blind placebo controlled randomized clinical trial demonstrates telomerase activator TA65 decreases immunosenescent CD8 and, uh, CD28 T cells in humans and, um, it, it joe Raphael, who i've podcasted with twice now uh is an author on this study and it's really cool and they used this ucla um test that we've discussed so what this finding suggests and they just this was just put this is hot off the presses um it was published at the end of last month and and the, so they're showing basically that you could use ta-65 uh on both sides of the road, as you say, so you can you, you could you you could start to use TA sixty five as the cleanup um, for the SASP cells in that inflammation journey, as well as on the rebuilding side. Do you think that that's a take home? That that's a reasonable conclusion?
1: Yeah, and and it's a it, it that makes it the the one of the key uh, foundational components to senolytics because th- this is one of the one of the ongoing, um, therapies that should be in place, um, yeah. you know, if, for, you know, going forward yeah. and the, it's a- uh, you know, what was, what is, what's fascinating is, you know, with this, um, whatever ha- is happening in the world right now with, uh, um, uh, the, 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 these, these viruses and wherever, wherever that's going, we, there, there are studies that show, that patients that have longer telomeres actually are less less susceptible and less likely to end up in a hospital due to a coronavirus infection. Um, What came to light also in that study, which is is also built into my programs, is um, I started using, well, some of the antivirals we use make sense for possible longevity, but that's, that's for another podcast we see that patients who are CMV positive yes. have a greater senescent burden, yep. shorter telomere, and right. greater risk for uh, susceptibility to infection and serious or, um, outcomes or death. And yes. that was a wonderful component to this study because now I test all my patients uh, for, um, for 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 uh, you know for CMV and if we look at the um, the prevalence at, you know, 50% of America, uh, in this country, uh, the population is infected with CMV. And by the time we're 80, it's probably 80%. And it is a huge burden on the immune system, right? So, um, I'll use certainly, and now I use antivirals when I see, um, a, a you know, an unexplained, uh, acceleration of, um, of their, of their immune markers, their, their, their CD28 markers that um, uh, I, I'm, I'm, that there's probably an underlying viral burden on the immune system that is just um, is accelerating the aging process.
0: Yeah. So they're basically just creating, you know, T-cells after T-cell after T-cell after T-cell to try to tend to this stealth infection that's been around. And it's just taking, it's like the Hayflet contest constant. They're just moving to the end of the line really rapidly of their T cell. um...
1: Yeah. And I, and I think immunosenescence that I mentioned before is we'll see over the next few years where this goes, but I think it's going to lead the way in, in, in the, um, in all organ um, system aging and all systems are going to go as, as goes the, your immune system.
0: Yeah. I think that that makes sense. I, you know, I think that Ta sixty five is really kind of a badass molecule. (laughs) Myself, I just think it's pretty cool. I I, it comes from astragalus, which of course has a long, 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 long you know millennia long use history as an antiviral, and I think it's like, you know, we've focused on it as 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 a telomerase activator, but you know what this study shows from you know Joe Raphael and and team, and you know what how you're using it, um, you know the 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 uh, CMV study that you talked about. I, I think it's a molecule we're going to continue to learn is like pleiotrophic. It does a lot of things, a lot of really important things on the anti-aging and, you know, health span journey.
1: It it, 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 you know, it, it absolutely does. And, um, the, the, uh, I think the power behind it is really, um, it, mitochondrial health, mitochondrial resuscitation, uh, mitochondrial function. Yeah. Um, That's where I focus on. Okay. uh, And and I'm able to, you know, when I come across another colleague and and they go, ah, telomere length doesn't mean anything. And I say, well, you know, I I understand what you're saying because you can have really long telomeres and it doesn't mean you're going to live that long necessarily. You can, you know, we can mark a biological age. But I think much more importantly and much uh, is is, um, really the overwhelming. Um, positive benefit is mitochondria. And everybody, you know, when you read the literature it says, oh, the shorter your telomeres, the faster you're going to develop cell senescence. I still believe that is just that surrogate marker for mitochondrial yeah. health because it's mitochondrial dysfunction. And the more you read the mitochondrial literature, everything's a mitochondropathy. Our post COVID patients are mitochondropathies. Our SIRS patients, the chronic inflammatory response syndrome, are yeah. mitochondropathies. So, mm-hmm that's where we need to, you know, focus our therapies and especially in, um, in, in longevity medicine, and analytics. Okay. So
0: Fascinating. Yeah, it's, fun. it's,
1: it's, it's getting more and more um, just uh, you know, so much to, so much to discover so much discovery to be done, but just the small, the few things we do have, the tools we do have now uh, are, are just so much more than we had, you know, just a couple of years ago. So um, it, it, it's, it's, um, We can affect a real change in our our patients' uh, quality of life. Um, And I think, you know, uh, have a huge impact, significant impact on prevention of diabetes and heart disease and dementia, et cetera. That's where the, the, you know, the the real power is right now.
0: So how, where can people learn more about your work? And if they want to um, train with you, how can they connect?
1: Oh, wow. Uh, I am, let's see, I've got, um, I'll be speaking at uh, Cell Surgical Network in, in Las Vegas on the 4th, and then I've developed a regenerative medicine conference in, um, at my, I own a winery in California, um, and that makes it easier to um, have doctors come and listen to <laughs> experts right. in a beautiful setting. But, uh, it's called, it's called Loconda Renaissance uh, medical conference. And uh, we started it last year and it was a huge uh-huh. success. And that's coming up on June 11th and 12th. And it's a uh-huh. very small, uh, you know, close knit group. We have uh, wonderful speakers. Jim Laval is there, Andy Heyman, myself. And, um, and it's a combination of all things regenerative mm-hmm. and uh, longevity. And we do some regenerative aesthetics in a two day program. Uh, it's, uh, and it's just a wonderful setting. So um, those uh, I'm very, very proud of it um, being able to uh, put that together in the, in the middle of uh, you know this, this crisis we've been having in globally sure. over the last.
0: Yes, well, we'll get we'll get links in the show notes for everything that Dr. Cleaver is up to and where you can connect with them. You opened up a lot of I think a lot of folks have questions on, on, on your protocol and I. Of course, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ask you now, but I'm definitely curious about the gray. <laughs> we never did circle back, but I mean, uh, okay. I. I, I, I we will. I'll find you. And then, and, and some. I'm sure some of the listeners are, are curious as well, but I, I just, I like what you're doing and I'm, I'm just excited about where science is, is heading. I, I'm with you. I think that um, our ability to see more using, you know, more sophisticated laboratory analysis and just kind of wrapping our brains around these synalytics which you're, you know, you're ahead of me on for sure. I I it it's just sounds like you're just doing great work and i um appreciate you coming on board here and talking to us at uh new frontiers
1: thank you so much it it's been a true pleasure i i really appreciate you having me
0: absolutely